Hello. Hi. Welcome to Drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm your host, Megan. I'm Hannah. And today we are going to start off with a story from Miss Hannah. Oh, yeah. Well, I really just would like to welcome you to another episode of Hannah's an Idiot because... That's my favorite. (laughs) There was an incident. So the other day, (laughs) I left and I come back to the house and I reach for the garage door opener and there is a fucking spider chilling right on it. And anyone who knows me knows that I'm absolutely petrified of spiders. They scare me so bad, I can't even explain it. And so I'm like, how am I going to get this thing off? Because I can't get inside. And Megan's in the basement, and she's on the treadmill, so I know she's not going to hear me. (laughs) And I'm, like, peeking in the front door, and I'm like, come on. Like, I just really want to go inside. So I think I'm going to be all brave, and I start chucking wood chips at said spider. That's so brave. Thank you. And the little fucker would climb up inside. My garage door opener thing and just like suck up in there every time I threw a wood chip. So I'm throwing wood chips and running away screaming because I think it's going to like fall and come after me. (laughs) I kind of forgot that we had some people coming over to pick up some uh, jars that they had bought online from us. And they were just supposed to, you know, come up on the deck, grab the jars, throw the money in the in the um, jar that we left out there and then leave. But instead, they roll up. I don't see them at first and only catch a glimpse of the car and think it's my parents and I'm in my driveway screaming SOS as I'm chucking things at the spider and this poor like 14 year old kid gets out and looks at me like I'm on crack and then goes um I'm here to pick up the mason jars and I'm like okay they're around the corner and then as he's coming back around the corner with them I'm just like is there any chance you're not afraid of spiders and he's like no I'm not why And so I tell him the situation. I'm like, I just need you to get it off my garage door opener, please. And his mom gets out of the car and she's like, is everything okay? And I'm like, listen, I just need him to squish the spider for me. And she's like, oh my goodness, this is why I had three boys. They do this for me all the time. And she's like, you're such a brave man. He goes up and he got the spider. So I was able to go back in the house and all was good in the world. But I'm going to tell you, I don't get embarrassed easily, but that might be uh, borderline embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah. And then I am, of course, in the middle of my workout and Hannah comes like rolling down the stairs and she's like, I have to tell you a story. (laughs) (laughs) And and the best part is, is she missed all of this. She's literally on the treadmill the whole time. Missed me screaming, missed like the people pulling up in the driveway, everything. She missed it all. Yeah. Completely. Well, I was kind of like, I knew that there was going to be people stopping by to get these jars, and I didn't want to talk to them or see them. So I thought, either I'll work out. I didn't either. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't work so well. Okay. Needless to say, a 14-year-old had to rescue me from a spider. Well, you can't win them all. And that has been your episode of Hannah's an Idiot. Yay! Join us next time! Uh, okay. Now, one thing that I do want to say, we've, of course, been doing um, episodes for, like, all the 50 states, and we're going to continue that. However, we will be pausing that for four weeks because 
Uh, Halloween is the best. You, <laughs> you, you, the best you, you, holiday you. ever. And because of that, we are going to dedicate four episodes of Spooky. Uh, so we will bring you different uh, stories, and it's going to have like some paranormal and creepy shit. Yeah. So yeah, and in honor of that, it's the best time of the year. <laughs> I thought. Why don't I tell you a good funeral story? Oh. Was I there? <laughs> no. Oh. Um, what? Yeah, so I went to um, a funeral a couple years ago for a friend of mine. And um, I went there with another friend, and we're both very awkward people. So um, at this funeral, they say, okay. Uh, when everything's done, everyone can go into this little room and we're going to be showing like videos and then there's going to be pictures set up, just a bunch of collages, things like that. So after the funeral, my friend and I are just standing there looking around. We're like, uh, should we go? Should we go? I don't want to. Uh." And, uh, so finally we decide, all right, we're going to suck it up and go at the end of the line and just breeze through. So him and I walk into this room and we go up to the little TV and right then the power in the funeral home goes out. Stop it. Yeah. And we both look at each other and we're like, um, time to go. Let's go. Let's go. I would have been out of there so fast. <laughs> so we booked it because it, it was so creepy. And of course, there's not many people there because we waited till the end of the line. And uh, so then we had to go to this weird hotel. I say weird only because him and I are so weird. And so uh, everybody is supposed to be like talking and going over past memories and drinking. And we're both kind of hiding in the corner. (laughs) And we're like, we don't want to talk to anybody. (laughs) And um, so then he's like, "Uh, should we just like, try to sneak out of here and go get food and here yes. i am yeah here i am sitting in this duran duran tank top that says hungry like the wolf <laughs> so we're like yes we need to go get food so we got food and then went to see fireworks because that's what you do after a funeral right i mean yeah <laughs> that's exactly what i do mm-hmm. so go get food and fireworks yeah that's my story i like it okay I'm down for it. Um, now, oh, we do have another thing to go over. You're going to love this. Am I? Wait, me or them? You. I'm going to love this. Okay. You're going to love this. All right. Okay. So. I'm so intrigued right now. We got a donation from Steve. And he says. Hi, Megan and Hannah. I really love your podcasts, so have some tequila on me. Enjoy. (gasps) So guess what? 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 Can't believe you hid these bitches behind the computer. Okay, so I hid these little bitches shots behind the computer. (laughs) So thanks, Steve, and cheers, because we are drinking right now. Oh, my God. Wait, cheers me. Get out of here. We got to find a floor. We got to find, like, a table or a floor here. No sounds. It's That's not a sound. Plastic it's cups. Silent <laughs> table touching. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> I love you. I do. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really love you. <laughs> uh, okay. Now that we are feeling liquored up, I have something really extra spooky to say. So today. Today. The story. Today. Is coming from Hannah. Is coming from me. Yeah, she's going to tell you a story. Well, tell me and you. Yeah, I am freaking out about it. I am super not great at this stuff, so we're just going to try and do our best and see what happens. And if I fuck the whole thing up, I'm sorry. I still love you all. Yay! I just suck. (laughs) All right, guys, I'm really excited to uh, tell this story. I'm not going to lie because... um. This is actually a story that I was really, really into as a kid. Um, And he actually, you know, I didn't get scared easy. I liked to research things as a kid. But for some reason, uh, the story that I'm going to cover today always got to me. (laughs) I don't know what it was. It might just be because it has to do with dolls and dolls are freaky. But today we are going to be covering the story of Robert the Doll. Okay, so Robert Eugene Otto, or Gene, as everyone called him, was just 10 years old when he was given a doll that he names Robert. Robert is child-sized, made out of cork-like material. He wears a sailor outfit that was actually Gene's as a kid. He holds a small dog in his lap. Gene receives Robert as a gift. Now, I am going to say I, this sucks because it's very unclear this kind of happens throughout the story a lot. There's a lot, because it's, you know, technically a legend or could be considered a legend, there's a lot of different versions. And it's hard to figure out which one is which or the correct version. So Robert may or may not have been gifted to him by his father or his grandfather or the maid. Oh. <laughs> and... He either was created in a toy factory and was never supposed to be actually released, or the maid made him and gave him to um, Jean because she thought that, or she was being treated um, really shitty, and so she thought that she could kind of get back at them by doing a voodoo doll. Not sure which one is the real story. I'm sorry about that, but, you know... It's one of those. (laughs) So the maid would have potentially given a voodoo doll to a child. Correct. Yes. Okay. One that is, you know, child size, same size as him. (laughs) So he very, very quickly becomes obsessed with Robert, which it's obviously normal for a kid to drag around their favorite toy, but it was a little bit extensive in this case. It starts especially getting unnerving when that toy starts to be blamed for unexplainable things happening around the house, which was built between 1890 and 1898 and is located at 534 Eaton Street, Florida. It is um, referred to the artist's house if you ever want to look it up. So there was a lot of energy that Gene placed on Robert growing up. He had a very unhealthy relationship with the doll. He took it everywhere with him, talked to it like it was a person, and he blamed things on him whenever he was causing trouble. If he did something he wasn't supposed to, it was Robert did it. But did he? Mm. Maybe. 
It was reported that his parents would often hear him talking to the doll and hear responses back that were not Jean's voice. Oh, no, no, no. I know. Uh Uh-oh. I don't love it. (laughs) So things start to go missing a lot and get broken or um, even getting turned upside down. Now I'm talking like furniture, like couches, not just like a chair that a child could easily flip themselves. Like full-blown beds, couches, stuff being overturned like that. So his relationship with the doll does continue as he grows up. He becomes an artist and actually a really well-known one in Florida. He designed a lot of the art at the museum that Robert is at and wanted to eventually turn his home into an actual art gallery with, quote, artist hands unquote. Like, as in, he wanted to actually put his hands in wax and then make it the centerpiece of his house museum. Why? I know. Unfortunately, he never was able to make his dream a reality. But this is how the house got its name, the artist's house. So his parents pass away and he ends up inheriting and moving back into his childhood home with his wife, Anne and decided that Robert needed his very own room, which is creepy. (laughs) It had a window with a perfect view of the street, and um, you could see him. So if you were actually outside, you could see Robert sitting in his chair in front of the window. Robert started to make Anne feel weird and uncomfortable, so she asked Jean to move him to the attic. He complied, But Robert was super not happy with this. People quickly started hearing footsteps and giggling when nobody was upstairs with him. (laughs) Kids started reporting seeing Robert in the bedroom window watching them as they walked to school. Don't like that. Mm -mm. Gene gets word, you know, that people are seeing Robert in the window. But he knows he locked him in the attic. So when he gets to the bedroom and opens the door, Robert's sitting in his rocking chair right in front of the damn window. I would just die, like, right there. That's it. I know. I locked your ass in the attic, and now you are in a bedroom? No. Goodbye, cruel world. (laughs) So Gene, unfortunately, ends up passing away in 1974, and his wife, a few years later, The doll is left behind in the attic in the house. No! So, Myrtle Reuter, I think that's how you say it. I'm just going to spell it in case. It's R-E-U-T-E-R. Purchase the house and becomes Robert's new caretaker. He's up to the same damn antics as usual. Watching people at the window, maniacally giggling upstairs. Some people even claim his expression would change when they talked about or bad-mouthed Jean. Guests felt uncomfortable and reported shifting energies when they visited. Myrtle claimed that Robert moved around the house on his own, and she basically got tired of his crap. Wait for it. 20 fucking years later. Okay, see, I was thinking, I was going to ask this, too, because I was like, okay, how many days did it take for her to be like, okay... I'm done. I'm going to peace out of this situation. Right. Um, but no, she's like, eh, 20 years has been long enough. Yeah. And, and she honestly, she just eventually just got sick of him running around the house all the time and she couldn't deal with it anymore. So she was just like, well, 
Time for you to go. Okay. So she donates him to the East Mot- Martello Museum in 1994. This is where he currently resides in a glass box and still wreaks havoc on people. Guests report seeing his expression change, feeling uneasy being around him, and some even think that they see him moving slightly. It's said that Robert requires respect and you need to introduce yourself. You must say hello and goodbye to him. And most importantly, like this was very, very adamant. They were very adamant on this. If you want to take a picture of him, you must first ask permission. And absolutely no mocking him at any time. If you do choose to not follow these vital rules, there's a chance he will cause you great misfortune, such as broken bones, car issues and accidents, and sudden illnesses. People also report their electronics malfunctioning, pictures coming out blurry, him just not being in the picture, like, at all, pictures being blacked out completely. Some people's cameras will even stop working while they're at the museum and then be totally fine once they leave, or all of their pictures will just completely disappear off the camera. Poof. Gone. Not just pictures they took of him either. I'm talking, like, all the pictures on their entire camera reel that they had for that day or however many pictures they had on it. All of them gone, no matter where they took them. Um, Many staff have reported feeling the energy in the room shift when they are around him, and some refuse to even go near him or in the same room as him. They've said that they will turn off all the lights and leave for the night, and when they get back the next day, there's lights turned on in random places. Specifically, he likes to turn the one on in his case, and some staff could swear he changes positions. He does have designated caretakers, and they are the only ones allowed to touch him when they have to, you know, bring him out for any type of upkeep or maintenance that he may need. But they do it with the absolute utmost respect, and they ask him permission before they touch him. And, you know, they go through the whole regimen that you have to go through. So Robert actually receives multiple letters a day to this day still receives multiple letters from people all over the world, and they are apology letters for disrespecting him or offending him, asking him to please stop causing their misfortunes, literally out of desperation because they believe it so strongly. People also leave letters at his display case, and some even leave, like, candy or other miscellaneous items as gifts to him. So now that you've got the history on Robert, I am going to just read you a couple of things that I um, found. Two of them are, I believe, from Trip Advisory, and then I will also be reading you two notes that were actually written to Robert, like apology notes from people. Okay, but I do have a question. What's up? Okay, so like you go there, you see him, and you're like, all right, I have to have this photo. Right. Um, so you use proper manners like you should and you ask permission, but how do you know if he's like, uh, F off, I don't want you to take my photo? I mean, is it just a solid yes if you ask? Yes. I, I believe unless he would sense like an energy in you that he didn't like in which he would obviously still 
you know, be able to wreak havoc on your life. Mm -hmm. But um, for the most part, yeah, I think that as long as you follow the rules and ask him, because you know pretty quickly, you know, if he didn't appreciate you taking the picture because, you know, you go in your camera roll and you got no pictures or they're blacked out. And then you're just like, oh, shit, sorry. Right. (laughs) I'll delete it. My (laughs) bad. My bad. That was a no. (laughs) Exactly. Got it. Okay, so the first one um, is by, it was written by Howard R.K., and this is on TripAdvisory, and they said, last week we were in Key West soaking up the history and wonderful sunshine. We are from New Hampshire and are not strangers to ghostly tales. Little did we realize that Robert the Doll was more than just a tale. We went to the museum and were told by a very nice lady at the front desk to be sure and ask Robert's permission if we wanted to take his picture. I just laughed at such a silly statement. We went into the room where Robert was gazing at us. I snapped his picture not once, but three times. (laughs) We then proceeded to the gallery where it was air-conditioned and there was some beautiful artwork on the walls. I found one painting that caught my eye and decided to take a picture. That's when it all started. As I snapped the picture, I looked at my camera, and it said, No images. All the 50-plus pictures that we had taken in Key West were suddenly gone. We went parasailing the next day. The boat captain took a video of us in the air. We got back home. The disc was completely blank. Went to a camera store, and they could find no reason why your pictures were gone and the disc was blank. I have also been hearing some strange noises during the night since I've been home. Oh, no. To all who may read this, please listen to the nice lady at the front desk at the museum. Ask Robert's permission if you want to take his picture in all caps. (laughs) So that's the first one. Um, The second one I got is just, it's another one from TripAdvisory, and it's just a little small one. Um, It says, I apologize to Robert because I photographed him without asking his permission, but I did not know his story and that I should have introduced myself and greet him. I did everything naively and I hope he can forgive me. However, the staff should not advise to take pictures of the doll without asking permission. (laughs) Um, And then we've got, this is a, um, this is another letter that was sent to him. And it says, Dear Robert, I visited you a little over a month ago, and I never asked you if I could take your picture. And let me tell you, you've definitely made me regret that. The day after I returned home from Florida, a little less than a week after I visited you, I got my first speeding ticket, which ended up taking a month to get paid because they lost the ticket. And then I've been having problem after problem with my car. It's gotten to the point where it's not really even logical to keep fixing it. So basically, what I'm trying to say is that I'm sincerely sorry for not asking before I took your picture. That was very rude of me, and you definitely have made me learn my lesson. (laughs) I hope to visit you again soon. Trust me, I will for sure ask before taking your picture. P.S. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) These, I love these so much. I really do. They just, I love it. And then I've got um, one more small one for you from Reddit. Okay. And they say, late to the party, I know, but my mom's husband didn't believe in the curse, and I thought it was just all a silly myth. So when he and my mom were on vacation, he didn't ask permission, took a picture, and went about his life. 
A few months later, he is diagnosed with a pretty serious condition. My mom and I always believe in or at least respect enough to understand other people believe it's real. So we follow the rules when it comes to all things like this. She made him go back to apologize. Since his apology, his condition has significantly improved. Improved. What they said couldn't be done has happened, and he is still with us when he shouldn't be. He won't fuck with that Robert doll again, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just love the ending of that. So um, Robert has his very own tour and has been featured in many movies, podcasts, and TV shows, such as Deadly Possessions and a loosely based horror film series. And he continues to freak people out all over the world from the comfort of his little glass box at the East Martello Museum in Key West, Florida. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And that's the story of Robert the Doll. Okay, so first, my initial thought is I actually like this doll um, because he's like a little asshole that forces you to use your manners. And I I think manners are great. And um, seemed to be kind of a lost art nowadays. That's honestly kind of why I always loved him. Like, I was so intrigued by him. And also the whole thing of, like, him being in the bedroom at the house and, like, the kids are scared. I love when the kids are freaked out. Nice. Um, That's nice. (laughs) Listen, if I was walking to school and I looked up and saw a doll, like, following me, because, you know, people claim that they actually could see his, like, eyes and face following them. No. And just, no, I probably would shit my pants. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yay! That's you did a for story! You. I did! It was good. You guys, it's an iconic moment. Woo-woo. My first story ever on here. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get another one. You Maybe. never know. Maybe. Um, but you should definitely come back for the next three weeks of Spooky. Yes, you should. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> blur, blur, blur. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> that's the end of our stories for you today. Uh, like us on Facebook if you want to buy us any tequilas like uh, the awesome Steve did. You can head over to our page drinkingthekoolaid.com do it Kool-Aid with a C uh, subscribe on any of your podcast apps so that you know when our next show is out do that too uh-huh leave us a five-star review do that too if you too. love us tell your friends tell your cats um bye, bye.